Good evening and welcome to the first episode of Brewing It Live, uh, where me and the furniture, Han, who's always with me at the moment, um, brew a deck from scratch with your help. So, yeah, there you are. (laughs) Um, Because this is the first episode, we had no participation of who we should be brewing, so we decided that we would be brewing Yarlock. Yerlock, mana burn, good fun times. Oh yeah. Now, um, I had a name for this deck, and I was going to call it Burn Baby. No second baby? Burn Baby Baby? No, Burn Baby Burn. Well then, that's Burn Baby Burn, and we're going to create that deck. Uh, my deck, the I, it's not a full deck, however, the name I went with was Just Want to Watch the World Burn. Batman reference. I mean, that's kind of what we want to do, isn't it? More or less. Okay. We're not going to do the lands as such, so what we're going to do is, what, 36 lands, 12 of each? Because it is jund. Yep. We'll put the mountains in. This will be... Oh, look. There we go. We need a commander. Generally a good place to start. There we go. There's the commander. But, you know, lands lands matter, right? You can't do anything without lands unless you mandal a stretch. Oh, look at those. They've <laughs> added the snows. Oh, let's just put that in. The snows with that frosting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those look so nice. Okay, so the commander we've chosen is Yerlik of Scorch Thrash. One black, red, green for a 4-4. Legendary creature, Vinashnu Shaman. Has vigilance. A player losing unspent mana causes that player to lose that much life. Tap with one mana. Each player adds Jund. So yep. um, I think you're on the same wavelength as me, is that we just want to give everyone mana and be kind of a group hug deck. Uh, I say group yes. hug in the most sarcastic Except, way possible. I mean, this kind of hug is, is yes, we're going to be <laughs> assisting everybody with mana. Oh, did you just hold a hot piece of coal in your hand? Exactly. <laughs> you better have a way of using that mana. <laughs> And if you don't, that's not my fault. Yeah. We're we're just helping you cast your spells. Precisely. On your upkeep. (laughs) (laughs) So, I had a few cards I wanted to suggest straight away. Absolutely. Um, I know the audience will give us some uh, examples of what they want to put in, and we would happily let your participation influence us. But the first card I wanted was Eladamri's Vineyard. That's actually one of the ones that uh, we already have a suggestion for in chat. Oh, okay. So somebody else is on the same wavelength too. On the same wavelength. I like it. I like it. And if we're going down that way, how about uh, Shizu's Caller of Autumn? The other one that uh, we got from Ashen looks like uh, is Magus of the Vineyard. Magus of the Vineyard. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of each player's pre-combat main phase, add double green to that player's mana pool. Nice. And the one that I added was at the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player adds triple green to their mana pool. This mana doesn't cause mana burn. Uh, however, your lock doesn't cause mana burn, so it's still going to work. <laughs> Seems particularly nasty. I mean, 
what, yeah. have, what have you got for the deck? Um, so uh, let me just touch on Majors of the Vineyard one second, though. So the one that was suggested was at the beginning of each player's pre-combat main phase, add green green to that player's mana pool. And this is a one mana, uh, one green mana to cast CMC with a one one human wizard. So yeah, that can get up and running fairly quickly. Along with the vineyard, so... Yeah. So, um, if we're continuing along the lines of low CMC, uh, I had a couple uh, that I had in mind. So, Eladomri's Vineyard was also a part of mine, so I think we're all on the same page. Um, This one is a bit on the expensive side as far as a cost. However, uh, it seemed to fit fairly well for me. Mine was my suggestion was going to start right off with a Blood Chief Ascension. So, Blood Chief Ascension, I'll read it off, is uh, one black mana for an enchantment. Uh, at the beginning of each end step, if an opponent lost two or more life this turn, you may put a quest counter on Blood Chief Ascension, and whenever a card is put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, if Blood Chief Ascension has three or more quest counters on it, you may have the player lose two life. If you do, you gain two life. Okay. So as you start to burn them away, inevitably, we might get burned as well from this. True. But if we don't, and the deck is functioning properly, it just means that we gain two life. And just incremental value from it. Okay. And uh, if I'm going to add one more uh as a borderline auto include in your lock, uh, I was going to suggest Helix Pinnacle because that one is absolutely fantastic in your lock. So you have stolen the card that I was keeping aside from you. <laughs> no, that was the, the most obvious one. Honestly, it's the it's the one that literally goes perfect in in your lock. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's shroud for starters. You pay X, put X tower counters on Helix Pinnacle and at the beginning of your upkeep, if there are a hundred or more tower counters on Helix Pinnacle, you win the game. It's a perfect mana sink. It really is. It's not targetable. So, short of a mass board wipe, um, such as, you know, uh, Austere Command or uh, something to that extent, uh, Bane of Progress, it will just stick around and people can look at it (laughs) <laughs> and just see it getting it's bigger until your upkeep. <laughs> yeah, and it has to be dealt with before your upkeep begins, which is also very uh. <laughs> That's a very nice little one. Nice little package, absolutely. So we have a we have a win con at least and a mana sink. I was also I mean, the primary one. The primary that one is, is the just primary burning one. them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Felix Pinnacle is the primary one. Okay. Everything else might as well be secondary, I suppose. Um, right. Yeah, did you have anything else that's on the low CMC side? I mean, I, had one, I have a good enchantment one... for three. So I was looking through um, the new Masters set, Double Masters, sure. and found a Heartbeat of the Spring. Heartbeat of the Spring, yep. Two and a green enchantment. Whenever a player taps a land for mana, that player adds one mana of any type that land would produce. Yep. It so, was although it's not fantastic an... reprints of mana flick. <laughs> as long as it's not an additional mana, but it does mean our three colors are easier. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, yeah, along the same lines of Heartbeat of Spring, uh, I also found Mana Flare. So it's a little bit of redundancy. Um, redundancy and uh, consistency's sake. Uh, I see Ashen is suggesting here Horizon Stone, which was also on my list. Uh, we're also grabbing Citadel of Pain, Wars Toll, and Overabundance. So okay. let's go ahead and start with Horizon Stone. Horizon Stone is a great one because if we would lose unspent mana, it becomes colorless instead, which saves us from the mana burn, which is an amazing little card. It's perfect. And it's only five mana, so we should be able to get that pretty quickly, especially that we're adding three to ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and you can, you know, you can always use this in conjunction with the aforementioned Helix Pinnacle. Yeah. And if you just drop your Helix Pinnacle whenever it's, you know, <laughs> got a hundred stored away, I don't think that ever happens, but, you know, it looks, if it looks, you know, completely unthreatening on the board, just being colorless mana, which once you start getting up to like 20 and 30, people might look at you weird. <laughs> they might start, yeah. A little bit. So, <laughs> but in theory, if you have a hundred mana squirreled away and then you drop a helix pinnacle, you could potentially win immediately. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> What was the other card uh, that was suggested? Uh, the other one we have is a fantastic one. I'm actually currently building a commander deck around this, and I've discussed this with you before, uh, <laughs> Lotus, but uh, Belby, Corrupted Observer. So uh, this is a black and a green, so Golgari uh, for a zombie elf 2-2, which reads, at the beginning of each player's pre-combat main phase, that player adds colorless, colorless, for each of your opponents who lost life this turn. So if we're burning each player for even just one, it means that we get six mana for free at the beginning of the uh, post-combat main phase. Okay, so main phase two. Yep. Huh. And that means we can then go into our bigger spells even quicker. Yep. There's some crazy things you can do with Belby at the helm. But uh, just as a support for your luck, very, very good. Hmm. And was there another? Uh, Citadel of Pain. So Citadel of Pain yeah. reads as the following. Uh, two and one red. So three CMC. Uh, it's a red enchantment that has, at the beginning of each player's turn, Citadel of Pain deals X damage to that player, where X is the number of untapped lands they control. Oh, that's spicy. That one's a good one. That one is a good one. I mean, I think I think that leads one onto that I had suggested. Um, power Surge. So, Power Surge is a two-mana enchantment, and it reads, During each player's upkeep, Power Surge deals that player one damage for each land uh, they control that was untapped at the beginning of the turn before the untapped step. Yep. So... If they're not going to get mana burn, they're going to get damage from power surge <laughs> right uh which feeds straight into another uh <laughs> another route that your likes to do um and one that uh our friend brian from into the 99 absolutely loves to play uh i believe mana barbs just kind of goes hand in hand with that 
Uh, Mana Barbs is a another red enchantment, fantastic for um, three in a red, and it is whenever a player taps a land for mana, Mana Barbs will deal one damage to that player. So in conjunction, kind of has a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Did we say that we were building a nice deck? I never said that. Nope. I just I. said we were brewing a mad, mad deck. Yep. I am 100% in agreement. So at this point in time, I, would th- I mean, even with a little bit of damage burning here, um, is it safe to say that we would deal at least three damage? I would... Per s- turn with the Gerlach ability? I mean, yeah, he is a 4-4 as well, so at the very least we can swing in. Right. Especially with that Vigilance. Um, so I had one, uh, this is one that's actually currently in my Obscure Cards section here. Okay. That I wanted to bring to the uh, to the forefront. Um, I had a an enchantment that I was thinking about called Pain Magnification. Have you heard of that one? No. It's pretty fantastic. So, uh, Pain Magnification is one and Rakdos, which is black and red. An enchantment that reads, whenever an opponent is dealt three or more damage by a single source, that player discards a card. Now, keep in mind that says whenever. And then you've got Blood Chief's Ascension there. Right. Okay. I can see how this is going to (laughs) go. I also found another problem with our mana burn problem ourselves as well, by the way. Oh, do tell. So, just simply, the Great Henge. Mm. It gains us life. I hadn't considered that one. And we get to draw cards when creatures enter and put plus one counters on them. Yeah, seems great. I think, uh... (laughs) I think I like that one quite a bit, actually. Yeah. And if we have Yarlock out, it's going to cost four less, so it's only going to cost uh, three in double green. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I also... And uh, let's. I'm 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 about to go back to uh, uh, Ashen here. Uh, he's so he's got Wars Toll, and then after that, uh, one that you actually suggested to me for a different deck not too long ago, uh, Overabundance, was suggested. Wars Toll. Whenever an opponent taps a land for mana, tap all lands that player controls. If a creature an opponent controls attacks, all creatures that opponent controls attacks if able. Seems reasonable. No, it certainly does not. Every time I've seen this ever hit the table, it's always been nope. (laughs) (laughs) It has to be removed. If it's not counterspelled outright, I don't think it's ever lasted a a go around at the table in the history of me playing ever. (laughs) What was the other card? Uh, the other one was Overabundance, which you specifically had actually recommended to me not too, not not more than a week ago. Yeah. Whenever a player taps a land for mana, that player adds one additional mana to their mana pool of the same type, and Overabundance deals one damage to them. So simultaneously, it's going to make you do even more math and burn you immediately. Yep. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it's this is going well. I yep. with all this like mana and mana burn going on, I feel like we need another mana sink. So this one's just a simple one that I had in my mind. Crawling Barons. Hmm. That it, one is actually not on my radar. What does that one do? 
Okay, so it taps for colourless, or you can pay four generic and put two plus one plus one counters on it, then you may have it become a zero zero elemental creature to end a turn, but still a land. Yeah. So Seems pretty good. We can make this land really big. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be swinging with a really big land, is that the idea? I mean that's one of them. <laughs> the oh. other the other land I had was Kessel Wolf Run. Yep, Kessel Wolf Run. That was actually on my list as well. Um, yeah, yeah, because we can pay is, as much as we and want. You can do this, and you can do this on anybody's turn. Yep, to anyone's creature. That seems pretty good. That seems pretty good. Um, if I might suggest a a mana sink as well. Um, have you ever had a situation where you just have a lot of mana? And there's a distinct problem at the table, but you've just never, you've had to, if there's a problem at the table, and don't say that it's me, because it's usually me. It's usually you. uh, If at the table, you need to deal with somebody collectively. Okay. uh, There's one I might suggest for a situation like that. I've got uh, Zancha, Sleeper Agent, was one I had in mind. So, Zancha is a 3 CMC, one black, red, for a legendary creature. Uh, as it enters the battlefield, an opponent of your choice gains control of it. Zancha attacks each combat if able, and can't attack you or a planeswalker you, the owner controls. However, the last one, last line of text is the one that I was interested in most. Um, pay three mana for an activated ability. Zancha's controller, the one, the person you gave it to, yeah, loses three life, and you draw a card, and any player may activate this ability. So, see, let me come back up at your lock. Hey, I'll pay one mana to give each player three. Do we all want to oh. make this person lose three life or lose life? Lose two life, and you draw a card. And yeah, you're group hugging the table, right? Here, I mean, draw a card. Just make this person lose two life. From each of us. I mean, the person that's <laughs> actually controlling it can do it to themselves, surely. Absolutely. If they need to draw an answer, we got you. We're even giving <laughs> them the mana to do it. It seems as group huggy as this deck gets, right? I mean, that seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> this this is disgusting. See, I had another mana sink that was more of um It was an odd one, but I liked it. So it kind of went in my little list. So I'll see what you think. Hit me. Dragon Roost. Dragon Roost. Four I've red red for an enchantment. For some reason it's come up in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can change the language. Let's add it and change it. So Dragon Roost is uh, four red red for an enchantment that you can pay five red red and put a five five red dragon creature token into play with flying. So, seven mana in order to put a 5-5 five, five dragon at any time. Yeah. I actually like the flavor text a lot. Dragons erupt from the peaks of chaos and flow from rivers of molten rage. <laughs> if we've got this much mana, we need something to do with it. I would agree. Doesn't always have to be efficient. <laughs> no, certainly not. Uh, oh my goodness, that's beautiful. So... So now we're making flyers. Now we're making flyers. We we are a little bit light on the creature front, though. I have sinned, so um, I'm going to make oh. a suggestion. Sure. 
You first. I've got two in mind as far as uh, <laughs> as far as I'm just gonna shove him walking ballista. Seems fair. It's, nice little mana sink. Yeah, it's Absolutely. got a mana sink built into it, and we can start dealing with pesky one ones. Sounds fair. <laughs> um, yeah, walking ballista. If you wanted to go the infinite route, I mean, the auto includes are uh, Micaeus the Unhallowed since we're in black. Um, not that. I would want to suggest it for this deck, but just so that if anybody is aware and wanted to go that route, that is a fantastic infinite combo um, that people will have to stop if you wanted to go that route for a win con. I personally don't enjoy infinite combos unless your playgroup is amenable to that. Um, so I actually have one that was suggested from Ashen here, um, and I'm going to kind of group it together because you can go the creature route or you can go an enchantment route. Okay. Um, but Ashen suggested Archfiend of Despair. Um, it is a wound reflection ability, which is the enchantment version. Um, so I, if I recall, the stats for Archfiend are 7-7 seven, seven as a demon. Uh, I believe six, Archfiend six. costs 9. Archfiend it's of been Despair a while since is Archfiend. 6 double black for a flying 6-6 six, six demon where your opponents can't gain life. At the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life that player lost this turn. There we go. So, yeah, the wound reflection ability on a creature. <laughs> so, wound reflection, then. <laughs> sure. So, wound reflection. Uh, Archfeed of Despair. Ashen does say that uh, it is a little bit expensive money-wise for the Archfiend. Um, I'm not sure. 37 I know wound reflection. Yeah, I think uh, wound reflection is a little bit cheaper. Um, $5. And it has been reprinted. Yep, yeah, recently in Double Masters. So, um, yeah. so two creatures that I have in mind uh, for specifically around. Uh, well, the first one is going to be specifically around Gearlock. Um, maybe I'll go with the second one first. Uh, my suggestion here is a Rectus Lord of Riots. With all this mana burn and uh, damage we're doing, I don't think that spectacle cost to get Rectus out is going to be too difficult. Rakdos, Lord of Riots. Absolutely. Just been reprinted uh, for... <laughs> you can't cast Rakdos, Lord of Riots unless an opponent lost life this turn. Flying Trample 6-6. Six, six. Creatures, spells you cast cost one generic less to cast for each one life your opponents have lost this turn. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Okay. Right. So anything besides colored mana can essentially be cheapened, meaning if it's a, oh, I don't know. Uh, Archfiend of Despair. One red. <laughs> yep, sure. Archfiend of Despair, yeah. All of the generic mana costs can very easily be reduced to nothing. And all you'd have to pay is two black, I believe. <laughs> I mean, that seems really, really good. 
Yep. So play out more creatures, uh, gain more life with Great Henge, and continue to go to town. Just keep playing more creatures. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Benson? Hey, Benson. I see Benson in the chat. Uh, he says, "Hey, we're not we're we're not here for the budget. We're here for the brilliance." <laughs> so, and uh, I see Tracy in the chat. I just suggested Dracus, and uh, yep, Tracy says, "My lord and savior," with a red heart, black heart, red heart, black heart. <laughs> <laughs> you did that in the wrong order. <laughs> Aww, it's chaos. Black, black, red, red. Let the chaos ensue. Oh, absolutely. My next creature I was going to suggest was Leyline Tyrant, because yep. for two red red you get a flying 4-4 four, four dragon, that's pretty good. You don't lose unspent red mana as steps and phases end, which is really good for what we're doing. Um, but when it dies, you may pay any amount of red. When you do, it deals that much damage to any target. I think that just yep. fits this perfectly. <laughs> yep. Fairly auto-include. Uh, I would like to suggest one that pairs beautifully specifically with Leyline Tyrant, since uh, that the condition on Leyline Tyrant is only red mana, correct? It is. So my next suggestion is uh, one from my early days. I actually pulled a foil version of this very early when I started on Magic. It is a Neheb the Eternal. Neheb the Eternal is a... Legendary Zombie Minotaur Warrior. He costs 3 and 2 red, or just 2 red potentially, if you have Lord of Rakdos out. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this creature is a 4-6, uh, and it has Afflict 3. Afflict is a mechanic that was in Hour of Devastation, uh, which reads, Whenever this creature becomes blocked, defending player loses the Afflict number's worth of life. So if this creature becomes blocked... For whatever reason, and it's a four-six body, it will still deal three damage to the player, the defending player. Nice. And it also reads: at the beginning of your post-combat main phase, add red to your mana pool for each one life your opponents have lost this turn. So, essentially, if we use mana burn to make them lose any amount of life, whether it be with Rakdos Lord of Rise trampling and flying, or just through mana burn. On main two, we are going to be generating an insane amount of red mana that doesn't go away with Leyline Tyrant. I mean, that seems pretty decent. <laughs> that So, Neheb is one of my absolute favorite all-star cards in this deck. I think that it could go completely absurd as far as your red mana generation. Yeah, especially if we've got, like, Wartol going off and everything else. Yes. Or, or like any of the aforementioned, uh, <laughs> aforementioned nice group huggy cards. Yeah, group huggy. That's about. what we're going with. <laughs> now, obviously, the term mana burn doesn't exist anymore. So I repurposed it to mana burn, meaning also players playing lands burn them. So how do you feel about Zozu? <laughs> Zozu. Oh, I remember this commander. Whenever a land enters the battlefield, Zozu the Punisher deals two damage to that land's controller. That's mana burn, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't personally enjoy messing with people's lands this much, but 
when it when it goes this far, yeah, I suppose you might as well throw it in. Cause At least it's not. There's a black version called Nightshade Harvester as well. Oof. Three and a black for a two-two. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, that player loses one life. Put a plus one counter on Nightshade Harvester. Yep. Yep. That sounds pretty nasty. We didn't say it was going to be a fun deck to play against. <laughs> no, it's going to be a fun deck to play, not to play against. Yeah. Certainly. Um, I've actually got one, two. I've got two that work pretty well for this as well. Okay. Um, actually, so I don't know how you feel about it. Actually, I, I'm I'm going a different route with it. Actually, so your lock has vigilance and likes to tap. Correct. Yeah. So why not let him tap and untap? I'm listening. So that we can do it again. Uh, especially if we have anything like Heartbeat of Spring and generating extra mana, we can do one. Uh, I have a fun one called Instill Energy. Okay. So it's a one green mana enchantment that the enchanted creature has haste, and you can untap the creature. You can only do it once per turn, but you can untap it for free. Huh. I like that. So in theory, if you instill energy on your lock and you pay one life, everybody gains three mana, three mana. And you can do this at any point. So you can do this on your upkeep. You can do it at, at any point. Um, and just add six mana and burn the table for six. Or, you know, minus whatever mana you're not using on yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can... My, yeah. My, my personal favorite way to use this is actually uh i had a, a another card that's called havoc festival i'm listening so we're adding jund twice by doing this right yeah havoc festival is a six mana enchantment for red and a black which is all covered by doing this and sure. it will it will it reads the player players can't gain life and at the beginning of each player's upkeep that player Loses half of their life rounded up. Oh. Now we're getting into some fun amount of loss of life. Um, I would like to reflect back towards the Neheb that I had mentioned earlier. <laughs> Hang on. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player loses half their life rounded up. Archfiend of right. Despair, at the beginning of each player's end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life that player lost that turn. Yeah. That's just... That works very nicely. It really does. <laughs> but also Neheb, as you say. <laughs> yeah. Don't mind me, we'll go ahead and generate a bunch of red mana, and we'll either use it on mana sinks, or we'll just squirrel it away. Oh, this... Okay, okay. Yeah, so the the reason I like Instill Energy so much is because, again, you can generate six... Ma Jund mana, which is everything you want. It basically pays for any double pips on your six CMC, no problem. Yeah. It it lets you play out whatever you've got <laughs> immediately. Okay. Um, so I've got some suggestions from chat. Uh, we have uh, Benson says, so we've already been over mana barbs, Benson, but uh, Anka of Mishra and Destructive Flow. Benson says, please, Destructive Flow. <laughs> destructive Flow. 
black, red, green enchantment at the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player sacrifices a non-basic land. Yep. I mean, yes. If we've got Yerlock out, we're producing all the mana we need. Correct. Benson also says to include Blood Moon and that people should run basics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Are we going to put Blood Moon in? I don't see why not. We're trying to make red mana. Clearly, with Neheb and yeah, Leyline Tyrant. <laughs> sure, it goes in. And I, 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 I honestly think we forgot one of the basics, Dictate of Carmetra. Yeah, that, yeah that, we can do that. That definitely needs to go in. Hey, hey, Benson. Just so you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a creature in that that supplements your your idea right now. Um, to. <laughs> Lotus, can you add a Stone Shaker Shaman to the to the party? Two and a red. At the end of each player's turn, that player sacrifices an untapped land. Now that one fits. <laughs> that is good. I like that one. Definitely not here to make friends. <laughs> okay. I I know you said earlier that you didn't want to go infinite. I personally don't. I don't think that we should leave it out, though. Okay. How about Umbral Mantle? A quick creature has pay three generic, untap this creature, it gets plus two, plus two to end of turn. So it's not exactly infinite in regards it sets itself off with Yerlock, but Yerlock will pay for itself to untap itself. Yeah. So, so you can untap as much, uh, as many times as you have one mana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we generate a lot of mana like this, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, that just seems to flow nicely. Yeah. <laughs> now, we don't have many instants of sorceries for protection. <laughs> I'll be honest. No, I've got... No, I've got plenty. We just uh, haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> okay. We've only got 12 My creatures as one. well. Our enchantments oh, no. are through the roof. Oh, yeah. I mean, Yearlock, Yearlock is the highlight. Everybody can deal with. The deal with our enchantments is basically the name of the game with your luck in my personal opinion That's um, so um, having this many enchantments we have the option of going the enchantress route to draw more enchantments and more pain for the table Yeah. Um, however we do have uh, a decent amount of um, protection that we can offer your luck um, especially being in red and black. Uh, we could do it a couple of different ways. Um, I have, uh, as a personal favorite, um, I have Bolt Bend on here, which is uh, three and a red for a an instant that actually costs three less if we have our commander out. Yeah. So your luck being a four power uh, makes it actually just cost one red. And it will change the target of a target spell or ability with a single target. So it is a niche deflecting SWAT. So if you don't run deflecting SWAT in this deck specifically, because it might be in one of your other commander decks, Bolt Bend is a extremely budget-friendly 25-cent card Yeah, <laughs> that will re- replace it for admittedly one mana, but it can protect your lock. And um, wasn't um, this the card that got me killed in the last stream? I mean, it just goes to prove how useful it can be, right? Is that what are, are you just vouching for that? Yeah, it's very useful. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see here. I've got uh, so we've got Ashen that said 
Uh, sword of Perunes. Sword of Perunes? Uh, Perunes. P-A-R-U-N-S. Ah, Perunes. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. But yes. Four generic, quit for three. As long as the equipped creature is tapped, tap creatures you control get plus two, plus zero. Oh. As long as equipped creature is untapped, untapped creatures you control get plus zero, oh, plus two. Pay three, you may tap or untapped equipped creature. Ooh, that's similar to the one that I've just suggested. Sword of Parons and Umbral Mantle. Right. Except it's got so, yeah. better benefits. Yeah, so if we're doing some more untapping fun, then. Yeah, it'll just continue to let that let that go on further. Um, for myself, uh, we also have access to Veil of Summer. Um, I believe there's another one called Autumn's Veil as well, uh, along the same lines. Uh, they're green instants that essentially let you uh, not be countered or and and or gives your you and your permanents hexproof. Um, they're a little bit. I think Veil of Summer, for example, is like around $10. I'm not 100% certain on Autumn's Veil. But those are also two great protection pieces for your lock for one mana. Um, if we're going down that route as well, what about Heroic Intervention? Absolutely. Yeah, give you and all your permanents indestructible. And Hexproof. They, yep. People might people might hate on your lock a little bit, but we got we got to set them straight. Uh, $10 for Veil of Summer, Autumn's Veil, 50 cents, Heroic yep. Intervention. We've got a reprint in M21, so I believe it's 6 $7 left, I checked. Yeah, let's try and find it, because at the moment it's not giving me a... Um, let's just go for the original. $10 for the original. Okay. It's not the too original, bad. Yeah, the price went down with the recent set. Yeah. Um, If I might be so bold as to include one more enchantment here. <laughs> I have one more on the list as well, so what's yours? Uh, mine is actually in my auto-include section with Helix Pinnacle. It is on the expensive side, but okay. it seems so good for what it does. Uh, Exquisite Blood, which did get a reprint in Jumpstart, I believe. Uh, Exquisite Blood is a 5-mana enchantment, 4 and a black. For whenever an opponent loses life, you gain that much life. Are we going to put in Sanguine Bond then to finish the cycle? We can. Again, my personal opinion is don't go infinite. However, yes, that would work. Um, or do we leave I that out because it's not what we're oh, here I to just, do? I just enjoyed. I just enjoyed personally, like having the exquisite blood and wound reflection. <laughs> yeah, I think we don't need another another enchantment that doesn't do what we want it to do. Right. So we'll leave um, that infinite out. The one, yeah, the one that I paired with it wasn't actually Sanguine Bond. It was uh, Tainted Remedy. <laughs> Tainted Remedy. Oh, okay, yes. It's a, it's a very <laughs> fun one. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. Are we adding it Tainted or not? Tainted Remedy is... I, I would add it, but that's just me. Um, I like going that route more than Sanguine Bond. Uh yeah, just don't gain life, because the the enchantment is two and a black for an enchantment that has, if an opponent would gain life, that player loses that much life instead, and therefore it turns it around and gains you life instead. Yeah. <laughs> so I had another enchantment, Tectonic Instability. I am not familiar with this one. It's two and a red for an enchantment. Whenever a land comes into play, tap all lands, its controller controls. Okay. So... They're either going to tap them for mana and not use them all, or 
just waste their lands. I think we have sufficient land hate in this dungeon, would you say? Yeah, I think we've done with the enchantment side of things. <laughs> what, what what's our what's our total up to at this point in time? Uh seventy eight cards. Phenomenal. Um so I've got a strange artifact. I actually looked it up. Um I believe this was in the Saskia Commander deck and it hasn't been reprinted. Um and it is currently sitting at $28, but if anybody ever bought one of the Saskia Commander decks, they have a copy of this, and it's probably sitting around doing more or less nothing. Okay. But uh, the the card is called Conqueror's Flail. It is a two-mana artifact. Did you want to go ahead and read it, actually, Lotus? Okay. Are so you familiar with the card? No. So two generic, two to equip. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one for each color among permanents you control. As long as Conqueror's Flail is attached to a creature, your opponents can't cast spells during your turn. Huh, that's pretty So, neat. So the idea with Conqueror's Flail is that since your opponents can't cast spells only during your turn, it generally doesn't come off as a huge threat, but people start to figure it out quite quickly that, oh, I can't run instance or use my mana that you're giving me <laughs> very efficiently oh yeah now i see it yeah okay yes no that... and it just has to be attached to a creature it doesn't even have to be attached to your lock which is the amazing part no okay but this this card is probably sitting around in a lot of people's <laughs> saskia commander decks just sitting but not doing anything and people probably haven't realized that it's 28 dollars yeah, I didn't realize it was even a thing. <laughs> so, to add to the creature side of things, there is a creature that we forgot about. Ooh, Birds of Paradise. Uh, no. Omnath, Locus of Mana. Ooh, green mana. You don't lose unspent green mana as the steps and phase ends. So we've got now black and red sorted. Uh, sorry, green and red sorted. Yeah. And it's had another reprint in the new Commander uh, Legends. Uh, Commander set? Collection. Commander Green Commander collection. collection. That's it. There we go. So it's only 10 quid, $10 now. Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking for a home for it. Maybe I just build this here lock deck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I did have another one. Yeah, go for it. Keeper of Progenitus. Three and a green for a 1-3. Whenever a player taps a mountain, forest, or plains for mana, that player adds one mana to their mana pool of each type that land produced. Now, it doesn't have the logo plains, so we can run it in this deck. Oh, that is very nice. But that's three yeah. of the five colours. Yeah, that'll do it. That will double some mana for everyone else, which they'll start to think is a good thing until they realise... What's happening? Yeah. Keeper of Progenitus. I'll have to keep that on my radar, because that was not anywhere close for me. Yeah. Uh, so, creatures. Our count on creatures is what? Uh, 14. 14. Okay. And we so have... I think at this point... We have so 19 point, slots. I like the Synergy card. Um, I threw in a Mana Gorger Hydra. Two and a green for a trampling 1-1 one, one Hydra that is completely innocuous and non-threatening. Um, whenever a player casts a spell, put a plus one, plus one counter on Mana Gorger Hydra. 
So as we force people to play more things with the extra mana that they're not trying to take burn damage from, our Hydro grows bigger. Yeah, and who doesn't like a big trampler? Yep. And uh, I personally liked the Rampaging Ferocidon as well. Uh, it is the dinosaur from Ixalhan. The 3-3 three, three Menace that makes players not able to gain life. And whenever another creature enters the battlefield, Rampaging for us and Dawn will deal one damage to that creature's controller. So it will also deal damage to us. And players can't gain uh, life. Yep. A uh, little bit of a non-combo with the uh, <laughs> the other card, uh, Tainted Remedy. Uh, but yep. you can certainly play around that or play it after a board wipe and it's in your graveyard. Things of that sort. I mean, it's only one card out of the hundred that it's going to affect. Right. Oh, uh, so, and Great Henge. Ooh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. And how are we looking on the creature count now? So we're at 16. 14, 16, after all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we could I think we could afford to throw a Brash Taunter in there, right? I mean, who? Zach would be upset if we didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Brash Taunter is our favorite red goblin. Second one, best one goblin. 1-1 indestructible. <laughs> Second best. <laughs> You two can debate that. Uh, whenever Brash Taunter is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target opponent, but it also has two and a red activated ability to tap it, and it will fight another target creature, which, if we're generating three mana from your lock, it's a perfect way to just activate a fight for one mana, essentially. And we have a lot of six sixes as well. Yes, we do. And if Locust is getting big, if the Nightshade Harvest is getting big, Leyline Tyrants are 4 4. We've got some big creatures out here. We definitely have some big creatures. Um, And I think we're looking a little light on removal. Is that correct? Removal seems an issue. Um, I... I mean, we're, we're definitely not short in that regard as far as in our colors. What about Assassin's Trophy? Yep. Any permanent. I love it. Any permanent, yeah. Um, and then also you got Beast Within. Yeah, seems great. Again, any permanent. Um, yeah, I like both of those. Um, actually, I'm also going to suggest a... Where did that card go? Uh, I don't know if we want to go that high with the removal. However, um, Death Sprout is one that is... Very friendly. Destroy a target creature and you get to ramp one basic land card. Yeah, we destroy something and then we get the land. Yeah. Yeah, that seems nice. I can see that. And uh, my my other one was Crozen Grip, just in case something um, needs, to be, needs to be removed quick. <laughs> it's That's that split fair. second that I love. Absolutely. Um, now, we've got 13 slots left. Are we going to want to do any ramping? Did you have any suggestions in mind? Um, The big thing for me as far as ramp is that Yurlock is a 4CMC commander, so in an opening hand you always typically want to have something that ramps you at least on 2 so you can get it out on turn 3, right? So, 3 wishes? Yep, 3 wishes is great. Um, I like... I mean, did we put the Birds of Paradise in earlier? Because that's also going to help. With it's not three. It's three visits, game. isn't it? Not wishes. Three visits. Three visits. I mean, we don't even have a soul ring in here yet. 
But do we need it? I think it's the wrong deck for a Sol Ring. I think an Arcane Signet's better. I agree. I don't think that a Soul Ring is going to do enough, because if we just have your luck doing three mana anyways, it's kind of a ramp. We just The, the goal is just to get to four, for me personally. Yeah, um, so... So, I mean, it, we can just... We can either just rock ramp in terms of, you know, uh, all the signets, Gruul, Jun, uh, Gruul, and Rakdos, well, do you and... Wanna, do you want to do talismans? We can throw those in there as well, uh, um... if we want to just have consistency. So, as far as ramping, we could just go all of that route. So what, we've got Gruul signet, um... Rakdos signet, and the Galgari and then Golgari. Yep, Golgari signet would be the last one. Um... That puts us to ninety-two cards. Yep. So um, and if we want, yeah, and if we want um, additional ways, we could also do outside of three visits. You can do things like explore, um, which lets you play an additional land this turn, and you draw a card. Um, although any of the two mana search your search your library for a forest and put it into the battlefield works as well. Um, which one is that? Farseek. Let's have a look. Farseek seems great. So, Farseek, search your library for a plains, island, swamp, or mountain. Um, yep. so noted that's not the... basic either, so we could go get ourselves a triome, because it already comes into the battlefield tapped. I believe Jun doesn't have triomes, as of yet. Um, well, then we can go get the new snow lands. <laughs> Snowlands of the future, yep. What's the name yep. of that snow land? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but um, let me go ahead and take a look. Uh, so let me see what we're looking like. So as far as the deck, we have three sorceries, seven instants, handful of artifacts, 17 creatures, our commander's the focus, basically. Yeah. Um, and how many cards are we up to, Otis, right now? Uh, we have six remaining. I mean, easily enough. I mean, we're le we're definitely lacking in creatures, and we've got twenty one enchantments. We could either make cuts to the enchantments, or we could just put in a bunch of enchantress cards. I mean, we could put in. Um, I mean, some enchantress the, cards. Yeah, I was also thinking because of us being so enchantment heavy, we can also go with a destiny spinner, just as an easy creature and enchantment spells you control can't be countered. Yeah. It's only two mana, plus there's a mana sink built into it. Yep. Six mana, just right on it right on it at face value. Yeah, that seems reasonable. I don't know that. Oh, actually, uh, the mana sink is actually three in a green, so it's four total. But yes. Uh, target land you control will become an XX elemental creature with trample and haste until end of turn, where X is the number of enchantments you control. So it could be up to a 21-21 in our deck. <laughs> that seems fair. Um... <laughs> Did we also want um, one more ramp card, Nature's Law? Nature's Law sounds great. I was trying to think of Ooh, it. I actually have... I might have one... I might have two more enchantments, potentially. Oh. <laughs> okay. That I completely forgot out on. Um, we don't have to necessarily include them, but I just want to give them at least honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, due to the fact that Yurlock is going to want to be out... Yes. A lot. Uh, and it's pseudo-protection for your lock slash ourselves. Mm. Uh, I was going to suggest... Uh, let's start with smoke. Smoke. Yep. 
Two red for an enchantment, and players cannot untap more than one creature during their untap phases. Oh, okay. So we can untap your lock, but it also has vigilance, so keep that in mind. Yeah. It's only going to tap with if we activate the ability, and we have ways to untap them. So we could potentially just untap one additional thing, if need be. However, anybody that's got a go-wide strategy gonna... will not be able to swing in for a lot. Yeah. Um, and along the same lines uh, of... Uh, along similar lines, uh, the other one that I was thinking about was Quest for Renewal. It is actually another one of the part of the cycles of uh, quest counters. Uh, whenever a creature you control becomes tapped, you may put a quest counter on Quest for Renewal uh, for one and a green. As long as there are four or more quest counters on Quest for Renewal, untap all creatures you control during each play other player's untap step. So you have a Seaborn Muse ability then on your lock. Let's just put Seaborn in as well then. We certainly could. This is the other uh, more fun one for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... So, yeah, quest seems very good. Yeah. Did I even put it in? I didn't. Oh, I did. There it is. It's hidden amongst the 23 enchantments now. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got one card to add, which I'm going to just put the champion in. Cetacean champion. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one counter on it and draw a card. Certainly. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even go over any of those, but yeah, we can do all kinds of Enchantress effects. Um, uh, Enchantress's presence. Uh, Eidolon Blossoms. Yep, Eidolon Blossoms. Any of those would also work. And even if they are higher up in CMC, they would also work because we just have Yurlock to just give us six mana, seven mana. Just Yeah, it's just a ramp in himself. Yep, which is one of the reasons I love that instill energy so much. It's just one green to just put it on your luck, and then you can do it twice. God, yeah. It's so fantastic. So, is there any cards that you feel shouldn't be in this deck? Um, Like, is Zozu a bit too mean? It might just be. Because um, that... that does less but doesn't hurt us. Zozu hurts us as well. Right. I would agree with that. Um, I think that, yeah, if you got night, Nightshade Harvester, I think it's fine. So we've got Xantra, Walking Ballista, Stone Shaker, Suzuku, Cetessian Champion, Seedborn Muse, Rampaging Ferocidon, even though it's kind of non-bowing with two other cards, Rakdos, right. Omnath, Nightshade, Neheb, Managorja, Magus of the Vineyard, Lineland Tyrant, Keeper of Progenitus, Destiny Spinner, Brash Taunter, Belby, and Archfiend of Despair. Yeah, I think um, if we do wind up cutting some cards, it wouldn't be the worst. Um, just for a card draw at that point, I think that's the one, that's the area we're lacking on the absolute most right now. Card draw, um, yeah. So I, think, so I think we can kind of shore that up with Eidolon of Blossoms, um, yeah, Ver. Verduran Enchantress is another one that's very, very cheap. V-E-R-D-U-R-A-N. Uh, Whenever you're that's... playing in trans, you may draw a card. Yeah? Yeah. 
So I think that's just uh, some card draw effects with a bunch of enchantments that we already have. Um, we're one on over. So we're running 36 lands, but we have Yorlock. I think we can cut one, can't we? Yeah, I think that's fine. Though there is one card that I really think we should run. In fact, there's two that I think we should want to close out games if we can't with Yerlock himself. The first one is um, Exsanguinate. Yeah, if we're generating a bunch of red mana and have two black, yeah, we can certainly do that. And we gain all the life that's lost, which is very good. Plus that will also trigger, um, if we do it in main phase one, the Heb. Yep, exactly. And I think that uh, along the same lines, uh, if you want one more closer, I mean Torment of Hailfire. That was my second one. <laughs> yep, along the same <laughs> lines, right? <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, two big finishes. If you want, just yeah. If you want, just 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 win conditions immediately. Yep, I think those are fine. Yeah, that puts us a hundred and two though. Yep, so we just have to cut two cards. Two this is cards. usually how you and I brew decks. <laughs> this is actually <laughs> very good it's for not us. Even... <laughs> Normally we're 120, and that's without land. Yep. Um, so... so what enchantments do you think are not necessarily? Because we, I think nine artifacts instance, I think we're good on the number count across the board fairly I evenly. think destructive flow might be more hindrance to us. Well, we want it because Benson said so. But we do. <laughs> um, I hate to say it, I, I, I kind of want to keep Dragon Roost, but I understand if you say it's terrible and has to go. Or Heartbeat of Spring. It's not adding any additional mana, it's just changing our mana to tap for any colour. I think either one is fine. I don't think it hurts either way. Um, if I'm leaning towards one, I would say probably the Heartbeat of Spring. Whenever a player taps a land for mana, that player adds one mana of any type that land produced. No, it that adds does one add mana, one so mana. Does, that does yeah, add it, one no, mana. Yeah, yeah, I thought it said instead. Um, um, if I'm being honest, uh, let me see here. I think, I think that you can do either Archfiend or... Um, Wound Reflection. I personally would take the Wound Reflection out because we have so many ways of generating a lot of mana. Yeah, and um, we and need the creatures more than the enchantments. Right, so I think the Rakdos Lord of Riots can also just pump it out for two black. Yeah. So if it comes down to it, I think that that's a better option um, for the same effect. And then outside of that... Explore? Yeah, we could cut Explore for the for the ramp. Because we've got three visits, Nature's Laws and Far Seek. Yeah, we I have think that's Arcane fine. Signet I think they and yeah, then Golgari Grawl and Rakdos Signet. We have the Great Henge for more ramp. Yeah, Crawling. I think this looks solid. And yeah. keep in mind, this is all without a Soul Ring. <laughs> this is without a Soul Ring. Who needs a Soul Ring? <laughs> I'm quite happy with that. Benson says you can cut it. If you ran all basics, it'd be glorious, but destructive will hinder you. <laughs> I mean, I don't consider us running anything much in the way of non-basics. Yeah, I mean, we can we can do with, you know, um, I think we can do with changing it to, you know, just the basic uh, shock lands and even check lands, and I think that's fine. I mean, if we do shock lands, that means we can use Farseek, Three visits exactly. and yeah, we haven't touched law. any of the land base. 
Um, yeah. So. So I mean, if you really wanted to, just just for argument's sake, we can put in a stomping ground. Um, was it blood crypt? And I'm trying to remember the other one. Stomping ground, blood crypt, and Golgari. So uh, overgrown tomb. That's it. Now there's our three lands. There we go. So we can now get our forest, our forest, and mountain or swamp, uh, plains, island, swamp or mountain. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I certainly think so as well. Um, I think besides that, any utility lands, um, the one that is just an entirely pet card. I just want to discuss it because okay, it seems it seems too good. Uh. You know that hideaway land, Spine Rock Knoll? It just needs for us to deal seven damage. <laughs> Spine Rock. Spine Rock Knoll, hideaway land, the one that comes in tapped, adds a red, and you can pay a red and tap it, and you can play whatever exiled card you hit away without paying its mana costs if an opponent was dealt seven or more damage this turn. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I don't think it's a. Very hard requirement. Um, I, I mean, come off it. If I'm putting Dragon Roost in, I think Spine Rip Knock is uh, no, is absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only other thing that I can think of, we don't have a Trion, but we do have Savage Lands. Um, if we wanted one tapped land that taps for any of ours, and if we're on, on the subject of uh, lands. Um, I'm trying to remember what the um, Snow Ones were. Because I think they would actually be very viable in this. Especially with call time coming up? I don't disagree. Uh, let me try and find them. Because uh, it was recent. It was one of their first spoilers from their stream. So it's further... No, that's Vorinclex. Are you, are you just talking about the snowlands that are the, the common ones that come in tapped? Yeah. So we've got Highland Forest. Let's see if it's actually on here. Yeah. They uh, are... Benson Benson put it in chat earlier. Uh, Highland Forest, Woodland Chasm, and Sulfurous Mire. Which I really like the art on Sulfurous Mire. Uh, Highland Forest. Trying to get Sulfurous Mire. S U L F U R O U S. The last one was Woodland Chasm. So yeah, if we're if we're running, if we're running all basics, it's glorious. But yeah, I mean, if we wanted to cut the destructive, um, the one artifact that I actually did not, uh, that I wanted to put in here was a, uh, well, I've got two, but I'll pick one. <laughs> well, what's, what's both of them? Come on. Uh, victory chimes, but the one that makes more sense is a mage rights stone. So victory chimes is, oh, that's the one that you can give a player a mana. Yeah, any one mana. Yeah, and um, the other. And then Mage Rites Stone. Uh, M-A-G-E and then W-R-I. Uh, it's a one word. Mage Rite. One and tap. Untap target creature that has an activated ability with tap in its cost. Yep. Okay, I can see that. Nice and cheap. Nice for two. So the only reason these are red is because they've not yet released, so they're technically not legal yet. Um, right. We're back at 101, though, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, is that with Destructive coming out? Uh, the Destructive comes out. Okay, sorry, Benson. 
No, I mean, that's what he was saying. If we're, you know, if you were to make the mana base a little bit more fixed and not just straight basics, then yeah, I think that's the one that is cut. And I think that at that point we're at 100. Yeah, we have Blood Moon, so that's another thing. Yeah. But no, I think we can search for these Swamp Forests because these common new snowlands are absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. So we can use them to search with our Farseek, Three Visits, Law, Nature's Law. I'm quite yeah. happy with this. I'm quite happy with this as well. The only thing that I will say uh, that we are in a gen deck and uh, we don't have too much recursion, which I'm sure Zach would be unhappy with us about. Um, however, I think I think I'm okay with the deck not having a whole bunch of recursion, just so that it's not it's not more painful than it already is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not looking to recast what we've done. We're looking to cast what we've got in our hand. Right. Um, oh, that does remind me. Oh. Uh, price of progress was what I had considered. What do you think about it? Oh, price of progress. So for one and a red, we get an instant. Price of progress deals damage to each player equal to twice of the number of non-basic lands that player controls. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we are running mostly basics. Doesn't hurt us too much. But it is land themed. I'll give it you that. <laughs> now we're I up. mean, just think, just think about, just think about price of progress into any kind of the shenanigans we just talked about, like Neheb or anything else. It's going to generate a lot of mana either way, um, and it's nice and easy to, to cast. Yeah, for two. Um, we're back at one hundred and one. We're terrible at this. No, this is exactly how you and I forget. <laughs> we forgot one. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I would say just cut any one thing, pick and choose. Pick and choose. <laughs> probably, probably another enchantment. Um, if I'm being honest, I was uh, looking at this. Maybe the Death Sprout is probably the one that goes. Actually, honestly. actually, I probably agree. I think that's. I think. I, mean, I think we can have one less removal and just go with our, our game plan. And I think that's fine. I think that's fine. Is, is there any more suggestions? Ooh. I mean, Benson said cut, cut Blood Moon instead of the <laughs> instead of the Death Sprout. But... I mean, that's going to draw us hate. And if we want them to play non-basics, that's going to be another Nombo. Right. Ah. But it also generates us a bunch of red that we can put away with Leyland Tyrant. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Oh, no. I think pick it out and I'll forgive you, Benson says. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep that. That yeah, no, I Benson. Yeah, we're keeping your dis. Yeah, no, that's done. That's in. Ah, <laughs> oh. you know you've built a good deck when it makes you giggle, right? Yeah, when you can look at a deck and giggle and go, "This is dirty. I like it." Oh man, speaking of dirty, you should have seen. You should have seen what Zach did to Brian last night. He. He tapped 10 creatures to deal triple damage to them. I don't know what spell it was. He was playing a mono red deck with the, the one with the devils, and he just dealt 30 damage to Brian out of nowhere. Ew. He had 32 life, and the mana crypt killed him. That's, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but yeah, I think we have a deck, Lotus. I'm really happy with it. So it's actually fairly balanced. It's balanced. We've got the card draw built in. We've got some life gain. We've got win cons. We've got extenuate, torment of hellfire. We've got helix pinnacle, which no one ever sees in decks mostly. Um, we've got mana burn. 
Mana Sinks. Mana Sinks. We've got some we've got some of our favorite jinx in here. Like I I personally I love that. I love that six mana enchantment so much. I mean the Rakdos. Oh, I was looking uh, at Dragon Roost. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. I like Dragon Roost as well. I think I I just I really enjoy the thought of Havoc Festival. Like, hey, let's speed the game up, guys. Yeah. Especially when you've got Archfiend of Despair. Well, I mean, they have multiple turns to remove it as a table because it is at the beginning of each player's upkeep. It doesn't trigger for everybody on each upkeep. No. But that is that is one of my favorite. Just I'm just gonna tap your lock twice and drop this. Here you guys go. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> and then it'll hurt me too. Now, I mean, I personally wouldn't play that card unless you have a an exquisite blood out. But that's just me. <laughs> We've got so many, and you've got Blood Chief Ascension running off Pain Magnification. Yeah, I mean, on any on any given uh, game, you can have a a quest counter on either Blood Chief Ascension, or you can have it off of the. <laughs> you can have it off of, um, what was it? Quest for Renewal. Yeah, yeah. we've got um, where's it gone? Install energy to untap our creatures. Uh, that one, your lock. We have Seaborn yeah. Muse, Umbral Mantle, yeah. Sword I mean, of Paragons. I mean, quest for Renewal, if it has four quest counters, will also untap all creatures, so yeah. Yeah, so with I that mean, trigger and the other trigger, we can untap twice in an upkeep. Yeah, you can... Uh, well, Quest for Renewal is only creatures, unlike the Seaborn Muse, which will also uh, untap your mana, but I mean, if you just have one mana up on, on, on an upkeep, you can... Uh, with the trigger on the stack, you can activate your lock and add three mana, and then <laughs> do it one more time. Yeah, <laughs> load it, do it one more time, and then Everyone's let the got six untap mana. resolve. Everyone's got six mana on upkeep that'll instantly burn them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm messing with this. the rules of magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do know yeah, I've been fighting like so hard not to put in um, Vidalcanori. Oh yeah, no, I I completely understand. <laughs> I don't think the deck needs it. Um, oh man, if we oh I we need to we need to cut this stream before I keep adding cards. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> we we've done it for an hour and a half. We've built our deck. This is our your luck, burn baby burn mana burn deck. Um, we're hoping to do this same time every Sunday night with a new commander. Um, but we want to either do a random commander or one from the suggestion of the chat. So I don't know if chat has a suggestion for us for next week or if we should just do a random one. Um, I would say just kind of uh, do it as a poll. We can also just have a poll up on Discord for any suggestions as well, for any ideas of what anybody wants to uh, find as far as that's concerned, as far as a, uh, a deck brew. Or we can also just go and hit random and wait until we hit a legendary creature like we discussed, and I think that's fine too. Yeah. If we want to just do oddball ones that <laughs> nobody ever sees. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think this is a deck, Lotus. Yeah, so I think we should call it there with a job well done. Um, if you liked content like this, you can find more of it on my YouTube channel, Lotus Bloom Gaming, or... You can find other streams on the um, Twitch below. 
Um, there'll also be a link to the Architect, which will have this saved, so you can see it for yourself, try it out, uh, build it if you wish, and try against your friends. If you do, let us know how it goes. It would be very interesting to see if this deck is actually viable. Um, and also, down below, you can see other links to the Into the 99, who I'm a partner of. Um, there's loads of articles, other cool creators, and videos there for you to check out. But otherwise, I think that's it. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah. So... Uh, thank you all for joining us. And yeah, uh, give us any suggestions uh, either here or uh, I, I assume in YouTube comments or uh, Lotus. Uh, yeah, we could just throw a poll up on either Into the 99 or your Discord. I think I'm going to put it on back. both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you are watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe for more content and put in the comments what you think we should uh, build next. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next time. See you later. Ta-ta.